All right, it is Marawa Sports Worldwide going worldwide, of course, with an international superstar right here in our studios. What an absolute pleasure. Um, I say it over and over again because at times I'm a human being, right, Lotta? I'm, I'm a human being. I'm allowed to be a fan because I was a fan of yours as a kid who loved football, who probably never ever dreamt that one day I would be able to sit across a table with the person like yourself, with the stature that you have, with all the achievements that you've had, and be able to speak to you on behalf of an entire nation that is right now listening to this show. You've been in the country for probably about 48 hours. Uh, you have to leave tomorrow uh, because you've got big duties to fulfill in the... Yeah, we'll get to the game later. Yes. But let me talk about the human being that is you, who's here right now. You're back in Africa. You're back in South Africa. 2010 was a big one for you. What have you seen that's been different? I know it's been very little in between interviews and everything else. <laughs> but <Exactly. laughs> what has that experience been like from the adrenaline that was here in 2010? I see the happiness of the people still. I see the people are very interested about football. Yeah. I see your smile when you are talking about football. It's make me happy because I like to talk about football too. Yeah. I was uh, in, in a couple of appointments in the last 48 hours. Kids appointment spoke with journalists, I was in the TV shows, and, 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 and I feel the people love football, mm. but they're a little bit upset about the results from the South African teams, especially from their national team. Mm. I think the football, what I saw from South Africa 10 years ago, was not going better in the last 10 years. Wrong direction. And I think the South Africans have to do something for the f South African football fans to make them more happy. This is a jo mm. big job for the South African Football Federation, but I think they have to work together. Together means to work together with the clubs, with the management, mm. to find a better way for their future. That's interesting, though, because they've been very honest with you. Even at the press conference yesterday, they were very, I would say they were frustrated. There's a sense of frustration to say, if you've been given a World Cup that has allowed you to build such beautiful stadiums, um, and yet those stadiums are empty. The football's not great. The national team uh, is not doing great, not getting into major tournaments or qualifying for major tournaments. What then is there to be done? What would your advice be? Because both as a coach and a football player, you've done it all and you know what success is. I can not give the advice because I don't know the situation in South Africa. 100%. But I feel only the people love football and they support the football. When they don't have the result in the national football, they are looking at the foreigner football. They are looking at the German Bundesliga. They are looking at the Premier League. They like to look at the World Cup. But they like to see the, their home team in the World Cup. Mm. And South Africa is not included in the, in the final rounds anymore. And uh, they had a good performance during the World Cup 10 years ago. And I don't know what's happened in the last 10 years. But start from the beginning, work together, uh, give the kids the best coaches. Like in the school, the best teacher, you have to be, give the young kids in South Africa who like to play football, give them the best coaches to give them the future. And uh, they will improve with good coaches. And then it's a, a good way maybe for the future. You cannot change it from one day to another, but you have to work together. Sit down, find a concept, work together, and you have a better future. Is it not strange that a country that has got everything, and you've seen South Africa, 
You've driven from Johannesburg to Durban to Cape Town and <laughs> yeah. everything. Well, by, by car, not by, by car. plane, not by plane. You've driven yourself. By car, yes. Behind That's the right. wheel, you've done that. <laughs> yes. But you've seen what a beautiful country it is. Mm, very beautiful. And it's got everything. The infrastructure is great. But it is the one country that struggles. If you had to use examples, for example, from Germany, how did Germany manage to make it work? How did Germany get their structures correct? How did Germany understand that you as former players still have a role to play in the future generations? Uh, I think you cannot compare Germany and South Africa, but you can uh, compare South Africa and other African nations. Sure. And I think Afri South Africa is a rich country when you compare it with another countries in Africa. And uh, you have to use uh, this what you have. And you have this passion for football and you have uh, the stadiums. You have the kids who are interested to be a uh, football player. And I'm sure you have the football fans too. You have the radio and the TV shows who like to talk about football. I don't know what you miss. Yeah. No, you're absolutely miss right. To, I think you miss to sit down and speak open and honest with each other face to face. And then you have to find a way to work together. Only together you can make it better. The problem with that, and ironically we were discussing it yesterday, is that people hate honesty. You know, sometimes when you're very honest, it means that somehow you're going to be criticizing a Lotte Mateus. Then Lotte Mateus takes it very personally, and then Lotte doesn't want to talk to the next person, and so on. And yet not focusing on the problems that have to be there. And the reason why I was just saying comparing, not, I mean, obviously, first world, third world, all of those things. But if we look, I mean, our first uh, director of football in this country was a German, Horst Krieter. Uh, was here. He had to help us out uh, when we came back into the international fold. And obviously German football structure was something that South Africa admired and wanted help from Germany. So we're just saying that you don't fire your national team coaches because they've done badly. You are able to hold on, rebuild, get it right, get a structure. Why are you not that trigger happy to shoot down a coach when things go wrong? I think uh, everybody has to get a second chance, and uh, yes, and this uh, we was doing. We was not satisfied with our result uh, during the last World Cup in mm. Russia. We was going out uh, after the first round, and uh, this is sure not this what uh, we was accept from our national team. But the coach made a very good job the years before, and uh, we give him a second chance. Now he's building a young generation, uh, a younger team than before. Sure, a future team is looking in the future. This year we have the European Championship. I don't know the result, but I believe this coach and I believe this player and the system of our football federation. And you believe that it, it will work because he's been given yes. everything. For this, uh, we give him the chance. Yeah. Uh, the federation give him again the second chance. And uh, sure, when this tournament uh, will not make the result what we accept, uh, sure, it's uh, maybe time to change. He's now, I don't know, 15 or 14 years, he's a coach of the German national team. Yes, and all only changes will not help you. You have to work together in a good time and in a bad time with good results and with bad results because only the coach cannot be the bad result and only the coach cannot win the World Cup. Mm -hmm. He needs a team around him, behind him, and he gets the support from the German Football Federation and this helps him a lot uh, to present himself in a good way in front of his team. The team mm -hmm. know the German Football Federation is behind 
the coach. This is the same when you have a club team. It's always good after after maybe two, three losing games. The players has to feel the coach get the support from the federation or from the club. South Africa, one of the problems, again, at national team, is that we've had a South African coach and then we will have a French coach and then we will have a Portuguese coach and then a South African coach. And everybody and then, like to play a different system yeah. because of the nationality. Uh, the French uh, coach like to play maybe the uh, tactically game. The German coach maybe will play the powerful game. The South African coach will find a mix maybe. Mm. Uh, how a, co a player can find himself when he get every year a new coach with a new system. Yeah, You have to believe one coach and go, and go to... Go go together with the coach the way the, in the future. Mm. So consistency is important. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Yes. And uh, when, it's, uh, when you change always, everybody don't know what he has to do anymore. And uh, especially mm. football player, it's very sensible. He like to know what he has to do. And when mm. he is doing something in, in one way, he cannot change one day another, one day later in another way. There was something that you shared at the press conference that I thought well, I'll definitely want to chat to you about when we're speaking to uh, the rest of South Africa and the world is that when it comes to legends, and, and Sbusiso Zuma played in the Bundesliga, Aminia Bielefeld he played for, um, he was talking about the legends and how we should be celebrating, for example, the 10 years, we can't just talk about the 10 years and not have something to look back on. So maybe you have a South African legends team or an African legends team that can play against a German uh, legends team. And you said, yeah, why not? It is something that is possible. And almost immediately, I looked at all the media people that were sitting there and they were all nodding their heads to say, wow, brilliant. But you've got a structure. Um, as as legends and you one of the, and you the man that's in charge uh, they're, they're legends but you're making it work the structure works unfortunately here it doesn't yeah but uh, okay football is maybe in a different position in Germany than uh, here sure. in South Africa but I think uh, each country can do something more for the football when they like to do it mm. I am an ambassador for the German football worldwide. For this, I'm sitting here today and I'm happy to sit here. But in another way, I work for the German uh, TV channel and I am the same, the president of all ex-national players from Germany. All the legend, we have a bull from around 500 players who are still in life, who played one minimum one time for Germany. Mm. And we have charity games, legend games. We travel around the world, we have games in Germany, and we are always happy to, to meet each other. Two times per year, three times per year. It's always uh, yeah, a come together. Mm. And we are very happy to have these games. And sure, when uh, South Africa is ready, who help us or to organize, uh, like to organize the game with their legend about the, against the German legend. Yeah. We are ready to come to South Africa and maybe these small things can support uh, the South African football to find a good way back mm. to the better results. It is. I mean, we got two German Small things can make yeah. the difference. Yeah. Small things can make uh, maybe the motivation uh, and uh, the believing. I was today and uh, saw around 200 young kids, how in, they like to... Slurred, yeah? Yes, exactly. This yeah. was so beautiful for me. And uh, I was remember how I was a kid, how I played. Believe me, I didn't have this option like them. I 
very good football field. Mm. They had coaches. They care about them. So beautiful. And I see the happiness from these children in their face. I was thinking, oh, Lothar, when you were so young, you were the same happy to run behind the ball, to kick the ball, and you win the game against your Friends, because they are friends. They play against each other. But I saw only happiness, and this make me happy too. And this show me the same. This country has future in the football. But you have to do something for them. How they do it today, mm. yeah, the training session, the organizing. Very nice. Very nice for me to see something like mm. this in a place where I was in the afternoon. Yeah, and, and and once again, you know, when, whenever people refer to Dipsluit, it's all about the squalor. It's all about uh, people with a negative outlook towards life. It's all about the the poverty that is surrounding the area, and then slap bang right there in the middle is a structure that says you have an option, you have an alternative, you have a skill that was given to you by the man above. A lot of these South Americans. Your Neymars of this world, the Ronaldinho's of this world, always used football as an escape from that poverty to then gain international glory. What stops a kid from a deep slit towards getting that? It, it, it is those kind of things where you need that inspiration and the facilities there. Yes, exactly. And for this, you need help. And without help from people who cons make this construction, this, to have this idea, mm. the kids will not play soccer today. They will not play soccer because they don't have the option there. Somebody had the idea, and I think this is a great idea, to give these children a better future and maybe the hope to be in 25 years Messi, Ronaldo or Neymar. Or George Weir. Yeah, you have he's to. the only African to yes, have won the World yeah. Football of the Year. Yes, exactly. The so, yeah. And he's the president but, but, of a country now. So it's those dreams, really. Yes. Yeah, again, you have to. You have to uh, I had the dream too when I was a child. Yeah. That is, was always my dream, to be a good Bundesliga player. Nobody was thinking about the national team. Mm. Nobody was thinking about World Cup winner. Nobody was thinking about best player in the world. No, this was a dream. But not a dream to be the best player in the world. This was far away. Mm. The dream was to maybe can play in the German Bundesliga. Hmm. Like for all the kids who like to play football. Somebody get this dream true, like me. Another, enjoy minimum the game. And you don't have to play in the Bundesliga. You have to enjoy the game. Somebody has the luck. Somebody don't get the chance. But you have to enjoy the game. This is for me the most important thing when I was playing football the last 45 years. To enjoy the game. To and have fun with your friends. You enjoy it more now that you've retired. I mean... <laughs> Yeah, you in know, it, I enjoy it in a different way now. No, hundred percent. But that's that's part of the passion, yeah. and that is part of the reason why. After the news, and we continue our conversations, uh, you can ask any questions. In fact, I'll try to give you as much time as possible. Uh, I didn't want to ask him the redundant questions about, you know, things that he has spoken about a gazillion times. But it's also to appreciate his presence in the country, appreciate the work that he's doing, uh, the arrival of the Bundesliga in South Africa, uh, to talk about the league, the organization, to talk about the national team of, of, of Germany, 60 584 uh, That's the WhatsApp voice note number. Drop us your questions. Drop us a comment. Because we're not just sitting here with an ordinary human being. No. I'm ordinary. He's not. He's a European champion, ladies and gentlemen. He's a World Cup winning captain. He's a FIFA World Player of the Year. Seven-time Bundesliga winner. Please digest on that while we hear the news. Hashtag MSW.
Hi Rob, this is Eagle Eyes. I want you to ask your guest over there, how does it feel like to win a World Cup? Will do. Uh, good evening, Marawa. Uh, what a legend you have there in studio. I haven't seen him play, but I would see clips and tapes. My late father was a, a big fan of Matthias, you know, during his days uh, in Bayern Munich. And uh, I wish he was here, my dad, just to, because he, he would always tell me about this guy, this short guy from Germany. You know, um, so thank you for bringing this legend. It's Temba from Tembisa. Hey, Rob Marawa. I'd like to greet the legend Lapo Uloda Matthias. I think the best football years of this legend was when he was playing for Inter Milan. Maybe it's because then Serie A was the best league in the world. So he was playing central midfield, deep, deep. And on later years, when we thought he was finished, he plays a sweeper, libero. Good, good, good player. Discipline. Say salute to Lord Matthias. This is Kosigunene, Mashumyamana Road. Hi, hi, Ruby. You are speaking to Kustia here. I'd like to say hello to the legend, Lothar. Hello. Uh, and I would also like to ask him, what does he think of the South African players? Consider the fact that he once coached our own Bevan Fransman at Maccabi Netanya in Israel. Do he, do he think that we have players with pedigree to compete in the Bundesliga? Marawa, hi there. Listen to this. Betty Vogt. Andreas Brem, Thomas Hessler, Jürgen Koller, Rudi Vola, Jürgen Klinsmann, Lothar Matthias, 1990, Italia, Germany versus Argentina. Wow, you've got a legend there, Jeff in Sochangouf. Oh, hey, they like that Argentina game, don't they? was a World Cup final. Everybody has uh, this in memory, hmm. and especially the fans who were supporting uh, Germany. And uh, I remember the same. Easier for me to remember the World Cup final in 1986 was the same uh, game between yeah. Germany and Argentina. But uh, 86 we lost the get final. 90 we won the final. And I'm very happy to hear all these comments. Very nice. Nice to listen comments like this. I told you. Yes. I, you might have thought that in South Africa yeah. we don't follow this. We I thought you, I thought you. you no, they love football and they love good football but and they love good results and they love good players. Yes. Yes. And I'm sitting in front of one. Okay. Thank, thank you, you very much. Thank you. Tamba in Edenville. Good evening. Good evening, Rob. How are you? I I'm not as anywhere close to being as honoured to be speaking oh, and chatting to this man. Tamba. He's the legend. Go ahead, go ahead. Yes, the legend. Good evening, Lotte. Hi, hello. I'm okay, mm. man. I have two questions for you, Lotte Matthias. Yes. I have two questions for you, my man. I know most listeners, they want to call you. First of all, who is the best player between Messi and Ronaldo? 
My second question is... Uh, give me, uh, give you me time to answer your first question, please, okay? <laughs> no, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, Maybe I'm when gonna, you asked me the second question, I forgot your no, first no, no, question. I'll remember it. No, okay, it was get, a joke. <laughs> no, don't worry, Robert will remember it. The second question, Lotte, is how did you know about our German coach that are coaching the big teams in our country, Jay-Z, Zimbabwe, and Ernst Mistentrop? The third one uh, is not a question, this one. Please, can you leave your jersey? To Robert Marawa, I'm gonna go and collect it because it will be my biggest dream ever to have your jersey. But I can't, uh, I can't, I can't have him without a jersey on. You know, I can't have him uh, walking around naked. Polo shirt I have on, not a jersey, not my number, not my name on this polo shirt. Sorry. <laughs> Don't worry, we'll make a plan. Um, okay, the first question: Messi or Ronaldo? Yes, I know uh, the you answer. For, you, Robbie, you forgot huh, the I, question. I know the answer. Uh, yes. I, I know the answer to the question. Yes, okay. Yeah. I think both players are very important <laughs> for the football. Uh, both players are very important for their teams to win titles. Ronaldo for Manchester United, Real Madrid, national team of Portugal, and uh, especially now for Juventus Turin. Messi won mostly of his title, or all his title, with Barcelona. He never won a title with Argentina, and he was not playing for another club. But I prefer, when I am a coach, and like a football fan, I prefer Messi, because I like his style, I like his movement, uh, I like his elegance of football, I like how he scores. Ronaldo score too. He scored a lot of important goals, nice goals. He's more the powerful player. But when I have to decide between one of these two, I will decide for Messi. Zinbauer and Middendorp. Hmm. I know I know boss coaches, German coaches, yeah. sure. Did you, what was their profile like, though? I, I know Middendorp probably more because he spent more uh, in terms of profile. More times, but yeah. he's a very quiet coach. He has experience. Uh, he is uh, like a father to the players. Sure. Yeah, and uh, he uh, has a nice conversation with the players. Mm. I know him from uh, Amina Bielefeld, where he was uh, coaching a couple of times. And uh, now he make and he liked to live here in South Africa. And uh, yeah, I think he's more South African than German in this moment. <laughs> and uh, he's happy here. And happiness is the same important to be good in your business. And he know the South African mentality uh, because he is working here the second time, the first time 10, 12, 14, 15 years ago. And uh, he come back, and uh, I think uh, he make a very good job. And uh, another coaches can learn from him. They have to follow a little bit his uh, his uh, conversation with the player. They have to follow a little bit uh, how he uh, give the messages to the player. He has, uh, and uh, they have to, yeah, they have to, they have to see him like a, like a. a coach with a lot of international experience and I think he can help uh, football in South Africa. But uh, Joel Sinbauer, I know him personality, he born in a similar area than me where I was going up yeah. and uh, he was coaching a team in Germany, Hamburg and in Switzerland and now he has uh, this experience in South Africa, sure is uh, much more younger but he is full with power full with passion and uh, I think his coaching style, I think so from far, mm -hmm. is a little bit different. It's a little bit more emotional. 
But uh, on the end, uh, boss uh, coaches like to give the best to make uh, the players better and had better results with uh, their teams. Huh. Well, there you have it. Huh? Off the top of his head, he can tell you all of this. Then he's won so many individual awards, Lata Mateus. Uh, but we're just happy that he's here. Richard is in St. Cherian. Good evening, Richard. Good evening, Mr. Marawa. Good evening, my hero, Lota. Hi, Richard. Hebert Good evening. Matthias. Thank you. Lota, let me tell you something. This is the only show in South Africa where we ordinary football lovers get to speak to our heroes. And I thank the man sitting in front of you, Robert Marawa. Robert, very funny. Yesterday, I saw Lota on TV. Mm. And I was saying to my son, what a legend. I remember very well that 1990 Cup Finals. Captain, my captain, Jason number 10. Hmm. A man who can play in the middle of the park. A man who could defend and also at the same time can become offensive. Later in his years, one of the callers mentioned already went back to play as a sweeper. Mr. Marawa, I remember players like uh, Bremner that used to play with him. Jürgen Kohler, Thomas Bethold. Andreas Kopke, Rudy Fula, uh, Andreas Muller, Olive Thorne, Pierre Libaski, just to mention a few. Great to bring such people to this show. And I think as South African Football Association, as well as the clubs, I will invite that man anytime if I was a club owner to come and speak to my players, to come and speak to management, because there's so much to learn from this, this gentleman. Thank you so much, Mr. Marawa. Thank you very, very much indeed. I'll get Lata to respond in a second. Uh, let me take Ben. Ben is in Burgersfort in Limpopo. Good evening. Rob, good evening. I just want to ask this, uh, the, the legend the one question. Yeah. Where is Litbaski? Can you tell us something about Litbaski? I know he's, really, he's a legend, not, not Matthias. Can you just tell us just a little bit about Litbaski? Uh, Pierre Litbaski, yes. Thank you for sure. the question. Thanks, sir. And uh, Pierre Litbarski, sure, I'm in touch with him. He is living in Germany, in Wolfsburg. He's working for VfL Wolfsburg. This is a club from Volkswagen, who is the main sponsor. Uh, and uh, he is in the scouting system. Before, he was uh, in the, uh, was an assistant coach uh, from the first team. And he is very happy with his job. He is still, like me, in the football business day by day. He is married with a Japanese woman because he finished his career in Japan. Uh, he was coaching a Japanese team. And he found his, uh, his wife there. And uh, they are living with happiness in Germany. And uh, I've been in touch with him. And uh, he looks uh, no big difference than 30 years ago. Well kept. Yes. Like Lotta Mateus. <laughs> Previous caller asked about Bevan Fransman. I don't know if you remember. Yes, I remember yeah. him. Strong strong central defender. Yes. A yes, very yes. nice guy. Uh-huh. Yeah, and uh I I bring him to my team in Israel. Was only my transfer what I was doing in this uh, season because uh I get uh, the information. Uh, it's a very good and strong and technically good uh, South African player. Mm. Young. He was, I think, 22-23. And uh, after the season, he was, uh, from for the journalists and for the fans, the best player in the Israeli championship. And wow. uh, I think this was a good deal. 
I remember the, my club made good business with him. We bought him for around 800,000 euros and uh, one, one and a half year later, they sold him for more than two million euros. This sure. means uh, he was doing a very good job and uh, I, I was happy. I am happy or I was happy to have him like a player because he give, uh, he make a good job in the defense. He was a leader. He was helping his teammates and he was always positive. He make for he was the same important for the atmosphere in the dressing room. And uh, I like to send him regards when he listened today the radio. Yeah, Bevan, you didn't tell me, yeah. my friend, that you went there and you were digging some wonderful gold there. Came back with bags full of money. Yeah. Well, the, the important thing is that if Lotte Mateus speaks so highly about you, it really gives an indication of what a great player you are. And I'm sure, Bevan, uh, as you listen to the show, hey, coach is here. <laughs> he still has very fun. The one thing that I admire about Lotte Mateus is his memory. It is the most ridiculous thing. He'll tell you about players that are playing in the fourth division where their mothers are working and where their uncles are cooking breakfast. He will... How, how do you manage this? I mean, you, you remember incidents of who got a broken collarbone playing in what World Cup, when and what minute of the game it was. It is an unbelievable thing. Okay, I'm very interested about football every day. I read uh, many news and uh, not only the news, the same, uh, I follow the history of the, of the football. I was following the World Cup from 54 when I was not born and I can talk about uh, with you, I can talk about the World yeah. Cup, the results of the German team, the scores and 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 because I love the sport and I like to know so much is possible for me and uh, sure I know a couple of things not everything but uh, sure I remember my players <laughs> and especially a player like him <laughs> that is unbelievable um, I'm going to have a quick look here before we take some of the voice notes there was a, a tweet that came through um, it was very interesting it, it, it was basically I think you cracked a joke about this <clears throat> it was uh, two days ago. Uh, this is Mzugisi Tsuino who says that, please tell Lotte Mateus not to worry. He'll never retire in football. I have him in my PS4 and at 24 years old playing for Bayern Munich. What a player that he was. Uh, and you did make, you know, saying that uh, people play yes. the games and you were there, you were a superstar. So even yes. if they never watched you play, but at least... They got you there. Yes, FIFA 2019. Correct. Today, a young boy told me in uh, in, uh, in uh, he like to have an autograph from me, and then he say, "You are my team." I say, "Why? I, how I can be in your team?" Oh, FIFA 2019, and you have good numbers. And I told to him, "When you have me in your team, you will be the winner." Ah, oh, I love that. <laughs> I love that. Let's have a, a quick listen to a couple of the voice sounds that are coming through. Lot of uh, good evening, Robert. It's Lungsan Kuzwayo here in Durban. Uh, that man you have in studio, including Matthias Sama, Thomas Sessler, Oliver Kahn, Jürgen Klinsmann, Jürgen Kohler, and, and a whole lot more, uh, made my first World Cup experience to be one of the greatest ever. I think the 1994 World Cup that I first watched, to me, still the highlight of all the World Cups, because it was the first one that I experienced as a young kid. Um, they were huge, very, very big at the time. Thank you for bringing him in studio. This is Ikelaz on the What does it feel to win a World Cup? When the final whistle rang, did you feel that he won the World Cup? Or was it a thing that just happened? And before the first final game happened of that World Cup, 
did he feel it in his heart that they were going to win the World Cup? And ask him when he's looking right now, who does he think between Messi and Ronaldo? Who is the greatest amongst those two? All right. Nice one. Thank you so much indeed uh, for that. We've answered the second one. Um, and before I get into trouble with our previous voice notes, the issue, I suppose we can hardly qualify for World Cups as a country. We've spoken about that. Here you are as a former World Cup winner, as a captain as well. A lot of voice notes just asking the simple, basic question of what it feels like to win a World Cup. Make it short. It feels great. Yeah. Well, it's a great feeling, not only for me, not only for the players, for everybody who support the German team, especially for our fans. And uh, we was waiting a long time to win again a World Cup. The World Cup before we won 74. Mm. Then I was with my team, with my national team, 82 and 86 in the World Cup final. We lost two times. And uh, 90, we was ready. We really was believing from the first moment, we can do it. Mm. And we was doing this. With the help from our fans in the stadium. Each game, what we played during the World Cup, I had the feeling we have a home game. Mm. Because the German was coming to Italy and give us a big support. And on the end, we won together, we celebrate together. And I'm very happy I was a captain of this team. Do you still feel anything when you see the pictures? Yes, a little bit. You notice. I uh, can see, yeah. yeah Goosebumps you, there. Yes, a oh, little bit, yes. Wow, wow. Yes, wow. no, it's. So many uh, years it, later, hey? Yes, it's because it uh, was my biggest uh, moment in, in my career. Yeah. Uh, more you cannot win. And I was a captain. I get the trophy from the president. Great feeling for me. I didn't know how I react because I forgot this was too many things in my brain. Yes, I see the stadium in the German colors. I see the fans celebrate, was singing. The, my teammates were around me. Franz Beckenbauer was around me. He was a team chef, the coach in this uh, in this uh, in the in this World Cup for Mars. And uh, yeah, I was uh, I'm I was only happy, 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 happy. And you talk about Franz Beckenbauer. He once described you as the perfect player, saying that you've got skill, speed, and understanding of the game. And at that time, he was just joking, saying that the only problem is that you were 33 years old. Um, but the, the, the beauty about that description is that it's a former great football player recognizing somebody else. And when somebody like him, he says those kind of words... How do you receive it? Because you get plenty of compliments wherever you go throughout your entire career because of what you've put into the game. But he has one man who has shaped football a lot in the world. But he was uh, from the beginning believing me. He made me captain from this team. Right. Uh, and uh, captain means something. He trusts me. Mm -hmm. And uh, I'm very happy to have him till today, not like a coach, not like a team chef, like a very, very good friend, close friend. Yeah. We Every week on the telephone in contact, I met him when it's possible, and I'm happy to have him so close to me. And uh, when he was my coach, he told me one time, Lothar, don't come to me to the bench and ask me to change maybe something. Just do it. When you feel on the, on the field you have to change something, do it. Mm -hmm. Don't come to me, because he was believing me. 
And I think he had the same situation when he was a player. Mm. His coach, 1974, was believing him when they won the World Cup. And how his coach was believing him, he was believing me. Because he know, I know the football, I want the best for the team, mm. and I can read me, uh, maybe the game, mm. what I have to do. Don't lose time. Do it. So that is why in 99, you would have made that decision. That in the Champions League, for example, yes, that you want to come off, that you can't. At, at, you know, 10 minutes to go, you're pretty much leading. Nothing can happen. You're on your way to, to you know, winning the Champions League. Mm -hmm. You come off and all hell breaks loose. Manchester United end up winning. Yes, uh, we come from the World Cup 90 to the worst game what I played ever. <laughs> Champions League final 99 against Man United. But this is the same part of my life and I like to talk the same about this. Yeah. Sure, not in the same way like no, uh, sure. the, the World, team, yeah. World Cup 90. <laughs> okay, and uh, yes, we played in Barcelona the Champions League final with Bayern Munich against Man United. Uh, I don't don't know we was a favorite or not but when you saw the first half the first 60 minutes the first 70 minutes the first 80 minutes it was playing only one team this was Bayern Munich and we was 1-0 ahead and after 75-80 minutes I feel tired and I give the signal to my coach and say I feel tired yes and uh, then he make the change then he make the change And yes we make a change what we was doing 10 15 20 times before in the same way but not in a Champions League final, in a Bundesliga game or in a German Cup game, but not in a Champions League final. And on the end, it was uh, still 1-0 and we had two, three minute extra time and Man United scored two goals after two corner kicks and we lost the Champions League final. And uh, on the end, everybody was talking, maybe it was a mistake, the coach uh, was changing his leader or Loder give him the signal, he is tired. Uh, sure, it was coming to, back to us, but this is life, and uh, we had this. Uh, we make this decision maybe together. I give the signal, he make the change, and on the end, the people say, "Okay, when Lothar maybe stay or stay in the field, not maybe when he stay in the field, Bayern Munich will win this Champions League title." But it's the same. Not sure we can win. We win it with me, or how we lost it without me. I really don't know. Nobody will know it, but this is football. Oh. Jimmy, you have 30 seconds. Uh, hi, Rob. Hi, Coach. Welcome. Hi, Jimmy. How are you? Fine, thank you. How are you? Uh, I got only uh, two questions. One. Pep or Jose? Number two, do you see an African team uh, holding a World Cup? And uh, number three, what is our mistake? It's Africa. It's Africa. The oh. mistake is that's what we are doing. Okay, thanks so much. We'll get through two. Pepe Jose, Mourinho or Guardiola? Uh, Mourinho, I like him very much. His style, how he's coaching and uh, how the players are behind him who is playing in his team. I like Mourinho and I have a relationship with Mourinho. Mm -hmm. You know which one? Mm -hmm. You know normally everything about football. <laughs> I tell you a story. <laughs> 17 years ago, Jose Mourinho won with uh, FC Porto his first Champions League title. And the first game in this year, when he won, was a game between FC Porto against Partizan Belgrade. And this was his first game for Porto in the Champions League. And I was a coach in Partizan Belgrade. And this was my first game in Champions League like a coach too. 
This means we have some relationship together. We start 17 years ago uh, in the Champions League. It's the first game like a coach against each other. Yeah. And you see his career and you see my coach career. Completely different <laughs> ways. <laughs> But this is the same. Very nice story. And for this, I'm a fan of Mourinho because we was playing our first Champions League game like a coach against each other. Oh, that is so wonderful. And, and you still keep in touch? Yes, we keep in touch. I met him uh, five weeks ago yeah. when he was visiting uh, in the Allianz Arena and yes. was watching the game Bayern Munich against RB Leipzig yes. because with the Spurs, he's playing uh, against Leipzig in the Champions League. Yeah. And we were sitting only five meters close to each other and sure I stand up was going to to, to say <laughs> hug him and say welcome in Munich always happy to see you and he was wearing a cap he was trying uh, to yes, hide away yes it's a cap yes yeah. exactly <laughs> <laughs> but we find him <laughs> like I, I know this man eh? and there he is uh, you know losing last night in yes. the FA Cup oh man yeah. that's the nature of football and I mean thank you so much thank you so much Lotte. you know We can talk football the whole night. Um, uh, sure, yes. You, you, sure, your your yes. presence <laughs> is great. People, uh, you know, have to come to the fan fest that's going to be happening. Bundesliga uh, ex expanding so much. I mean, we'll give them more information, uh, you know, tomorrow, Friday. We'll just keep reminding them. Uh, yeah. But, I, I mean, I'm still, like, wowed by yeah, your but presence. But I like to give a comment more. Is this possible? You give me 10 seconds? Yeah. Okay. That's all we have. Guys. Watch Bundesliga. We like when you watch Bundesliga, but please make me a favor. Support your football, support your national team. The players need help and you can help them a lot. Wow. Powerful. After that, what do I say? Hey, how are you You're there with a legend. Exactly. You are there with a legend. And uh, I don't want to say a bit more uh, so I think uh, uh, certainly a great man that you have there with you and uh, I guess it augurs well for our football that uh, it continues to garner the kind of attention that it's getting from some of the key football markets uh, across the world. Unbelievable. You've got a very busy show. I don't want to waste your time. Ice has just popped in here. Uh, remember, he has like special headphones that he has to um, <laughs> sterilize and do all sorts of ah. things. So, yeah, he's yeah, he's just walked in. Ah. He's fucking meat. Fuck his spirits, methylated spirits, <laughs> and he says he's sterilizing. But anyway, um, President Ramaphosa says don't panic. Mm. It's coronavirus, but mm. don't panic. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Is this the right message? What does panic mean? Look, I mean, I, I think, but Robert, you do need cool heads at this point in time. You don't want uh, the kind of frantic panic that might make the situation even worse. Um, and they said here they, they decided to communicate this particular case because they didn't want uh, the fake news machinery or even uh, uh, misinformation campaigns uh, to uh, make them lose, I guess, the control over the situation. But it's quite clear the moment this person came in at uh, Oartambo and even made it uh, to Wazulu Natal, uh, At that point, when uh, that person wasn't stopped and quarantined on site, I think we lost control of the situation. Well, certainly did. I think at times we lose control of warning people about tornadoes. Uh, this is more life and death, even worse mm. than that, because it is very personal. Justice, always good Lo to see you. Lota Mateus. <laughs> you know your history. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The 1990 World Cup, I think, maybe might have been the first World Cup that we had access to on TV. That we could actually watch him play. Yes. Yeah. I remember I remember there was a... Uh, Skilachi? 
Who is always offside? <laughs> I told you this man knows his stuff. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So whichever side, uh, I mean, the German team was a great machine. Yes. At as, that time, as usual. Yeah. yeah. And uh, yeah, I, I I just wonder what it meant because Germany had just had the wall come down a year before, so it must have been a very emotional and unifying thing to win. Absolutely, we was winning the same from our fans from Germany East because they was supporting us in Italy too, and uh, it was a new situation for us. But uh, I think uh, we make our fans very happy, mm. and we get a great support. Oh yeah, yeah, uh, what a welcome! Beautiful it was. So who between Lira and Zamajob? Uh, both. <laughs> you'll you'll go with both. Uh, yeah, I'll be. Uh... <laughs> A polygamist. This man skating on the nice. As always. As always. Reality show. Hey. Yeah. And and boys eleven men. Boys eleven men. Uh, great band. They've been coming. <laughs> I don't know why you call them that, but. <laughs> But I told you last time. Yes. <laughs> hey, to Kansas City, men. Listen, these are some of the symptoms when you start losing your mind. You can't say names of bad. COVID. We will guarantee you. COVID. Hey, uh, who will be the next DA leader? Oh, yeah, yeah. It seems to be a three-way race here. Uh, one John Moody, leader here in Gauteng, and uh, Umbalintuli, uh, who's uh, from Guazul Natal, and uh, I guess the incumbent parliamentary leader, uh, one John Stienhazen. And it seems all three of them are campaigning on different policy platforms. And uh, I've heard quite a bit from John Stienhazen and even from John Moody mm. uh, in uh, much of the coverage uh, over the last few weeks or so. But one person uh, whose voice I certainly haven't heard much of uh, is a DA member of the provincial legislature and uh, the can one of the candidates here, Mbalin Duli, and uh, she's going to be joining us this evening under the microscope. We're going to be talking to her about uh, what she thinks uh, can be done to save the DA and uh, more importantly, I guess, uh, on the vexing issue of broad-based black economic empowerment and affirmative action. And we know the DA uh, certainly has been uh, not, uh, shy of being clear mm. on that particular issue. All right. That's why we fuse two radio stations together. It's about choice that the SABC gives you. It's either you've had a bad day at the office, you want some cool music, Just Ice is ready, or maybe you've just had a bad day, but you still want to hear <laughs> all sorts of other things, and you've missed out, or you've just landed, you've been traveling. my face mask. If you've been traveling, stuff don't work, man. Where's yours? His face mask. I'm wearing it. Can you see? Oh, okay. Oh, natural one. <laughs>